Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I'm going to continue the discussion that I've been trying to narrate my experience on the recent trip. And honestly, this was a very surprise trip, to say the least. In early July, I hoped to be in Medina for Ashura. But at that time, the flights were closed. Visa wasn't open and the COVID Delta variant was raging around the world. I had a hope that travel might open in Muharram because normally the Umrah opens after the Hajj season uh, in Muharram. However, Umrah never opened. But on August 1st, the Saudi government announced that they will be allowing certain countries for visitors to come on the tourist visa. I talked to the travel agent, but he didn't have any information. I talked to my wife, she was supportive. So I just did my own research and applied for the visa. Uh, and I said, if Allah wanted, I will get the visa. And uh, in I got the visa in five hours. At that point, it was, I was just thinking in my mind if it is meant to be if it isn't if it is not meant to be I will lose $140 but if the visa is granted I'll be able to visit six masoom masooms and potentially the house of Allah the Kaaba what better risk reward one could expect in life so I applied and I as I mentioned within 5 hours I got the visa so that was the first step but then the next step was to get the ticket. Since the flights had just opened, seats weren't available. If they were available with other flights, they were pretty long and very expensive. After a few days, seats started to open up and I got the ticket from JFK to Medina. The ticket was bought on Thursday and the flight was on Monday. On Friday, I got my COVID test. And as you know, COVID test can be tricky. It might come in time. It might not come in time. Uh, and that was the only appointment that I had when I came back from the Friday prayer, um, which was available at CVS within 30 miles. Um, I got that test done. And by the grace of Almighty Allah, uh, I got the COVID result within a day, within a few hours. So that was another blessing. Uh, so in the meantime, while I was thinking about the tickets and everything, I tried to understand the COVID protocols in Hijaz. Honestly, I had no idea what was going to happen. I even told my pa parents that I might come back without doing Umrah. And I would like to thank Allah who blessed me with the opportunity to visit the Imams, the Prophet, Sayyidah Fatima Zahra, and the Kaaba. For me... Honestly, just sitting outside and watching the Jannat al-Baqi and the green dome of the Prophet's shrine would have been enough. But Allah blessed me with so much more. Since I was alone and spent most of the time in the courtyard of the Prophet's mosque or outside the boundary of the Prophet's mosque, when everyone was banned from entering the mosque on the night of the Ashura, I had the opportunity to read the maqtal of Imam Hussain on my own. It was a heartbreaking experience. 
I've never read the Maqsal on my own, word by word. And this was something out of this world. On the day of Ashura, after the Asr prayer, I was sitting in the courtyard between the Rosa of the Prophet and the graves of the Imams. And I read a narration that shook me to the core. When Imam Hussain was on the ground taking his last breaths, Shimra and Sanan came near the Imam. It is narrated that at that time, with blood flowing through the body of Imam Hussain with all the wounds in his body, he was biting his tongue. He was biting his tongue out of thirst. And he was asking for water. At that time, Shirm sat on the chest of Imam. Imam replied, you're sitting at a very special place. This is the chest which the Prophet of Allah used to kiss. Shimr then turned the Imam and started severing his head from the back. As I was reading this maktar, I could not imagine what the grandfather, the Prophet himself, وسلم, and the mother, the Lady of Heaven, Sayyida Fatima Zahra alayha, would have felt when they had seen their son being slaughtered in Karbala. What would a young son, Imam Zainul Abideen salam, would have felt as his father was being slaughtered and his head was being severed while he was helpless. But there was no one there to give condolences to the six masumin who rest in a distance less than quarter of a mile between them for whom the entire universe was created and were the mourners of Abdullah themselves but their graves are empty there is no one to give them condolences. There are no visitors in Baqi. No one is allowed to wear black. No one is allowed to enter Janatul Baqi. The graves of the Imams just have a single stone, dust, and a scorching sun as the companions. While the world clad in black mourned the atrocities of Karbala from America to Australia, from England to South Africa, but in Saudi Arabia, in Hejaz, in Medina, the house of the home of the Masumin salam. It was Ghurba. May Allah give us the strength to make a difference and to free Hijaz from oppression so that the blessings of Muhammad and Ali Muhammad can be experienced by the humanity and the illegitimate and incorrect ideology is taken down. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Rabbi khfirli wale waladiyya wale man takhla baydiyya mu'minan walil mu'mineen wal mu'minat 
ولا تزد الظالمين إلا تبارا والسلام